Restaurants have always been the settings for scenes of celebration, whether it's an anniversary, birthday, a family get-together, or simply a first date. They are an integral part of most communities. But since South Africa's lockdown began, they have had to close their doors, and the government's regulations banning takeaways and food deliveries delivered a body blow to an already struggling industry. Government's recent announcement that restrictions will be eased and restaurants will be allowed to make food deliveries from 9 a.m. until 8 p.m. as of May 1st may be too little too late. Without the liveliness of street cafes and restaurants, cities have become virtual ghost towns. Once the lockdown is over, will the simple pleasure of eating out ever return to what it once was? I'm Catherine Rice, and this is Episode 5 of the COVID-19 Chronicles, a podcast by News24. We've definitely been the industry that's been hit the hardest. We haven't been given grants. The restaurants have merely been given more loans. Wendy Alberts, CEO of the Restaurants Association of South Africa, says many landlords have also not provided relief, and staff unemployment has risen dramatically. There are grown men crying and saying, Wendy, what do we do? I've got people saying to me, Wendy, I cannot reopen. Wendy, I need to close my business. How do I liquidate? 61-year-old Russell Shapiro, owner of Kraft Burger Bar in Seapoint, Cape Town, employs 12 people, but he's preparing to close his doors for good. We've been given no help, and basically I'm going to just close my restaurant and start my life again. Worse still, the red tape applying for relief funds has hampered his efforts to help his staff. I mean, there's, there's no way the average man in the street who runs a small little business is going to even know what to do with these forms. I mean, I don't know what a CSV file is. Why would I use a CSV file? Now they're telling me to convert an Excel file into a CSV file. I'm not a, com- a computer boffin. I'm a restaurateur. I'm dealing with the public. I'm talking to people. Cape Town restaurant owner Sasha Borolsky echoed these sentiments. Everyone that's been applying is complaining about how difficult it is to navigate these these websites and figure them out. Like you've got to be an actuary or something to kind of figure out what exactly is going on. Borolsky said even prior to the COVID-19 crisis, the industry was in trouble after three years of drought and load shedding. Everyone is thinking 2020, this is our year and boom. This thing happens. As South Africa heads towards winter, a time when restaurants experience a downturn, Borolsky believes at least 50% of establishments won't reopen. I don't just see people going out to restaurants until, until there's a vaccine. I mean, who's, who's going to want to go to sit in a restaurant with 50, 60 other people and staff and, and eat a meal? I don't, I don't see that happening. So I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to survive. Johannesburg-based renowned chef and restaurant owner David Higgs says it's crucial that government provides relief to restaurant industry employees quickly. This one caught us by surprise, you know, and I think it obviously caught everybody by surprise. The impact is massive. I mean, essentially we have 300 staff members that, that we're trying to support as best we can. For smaller restaurants, the cost of reopening will, in most cases, simply be too steep. Albert says restaurant owners are now scrambling for money, begging banks not to foreclose on them. And the future landscape is likely to be a barren one. And without restaurants, there is no life. There is no Camps Bay Boulevard. There is no Parkhurst Boulevard. 
there's no place like Greenside and no walk in the streets and little communities that are built around restaurants. She says the government closed the industry and will have to provide the support needed to reopen it. Without their help, it will take many years for a return to bustling streets. The cost to reopen each restaurant is massive and a lot of restaurants are now scratching for working capital to be able to buy opening stock um, once the green button gets pressed. Landlords will also need to play their part in the revival of the industry. We are still engaging with the landlords. We're still putting pressure on government. We want to potentially look at cancelling any lease terms that are currently in existence to give our restaurants an opportunity to renegotiate those lease terms at a 7% turnover. We certainly do need the landlords buy-in to help us to reopen the industry and bring it back to life. Government's green light on food deliveries as we head into level four of the lockdown is unlikely to have much impact on outcomes for the sustainability of restaurants. Albert says for most restaurants, the cost and risks that will come with this step will be too high. I think that the consumer is much more excited than what the actual restaurants here is in reopening. I think they're certainly looking forward to having their favorite food delivered to their homes. But for restaurants and uh, takeaways, we were hoping to have received both levels of operation that could support the financial model. So we're in times now where we're looking at a, a, a restaurant that does 100% of turnover, an estimate is around about 15 to 20% of their business is takeaway business. So if we look at around about a 20% margin in a market now where everybody's 100% competing for the takeaway business, you're probably looking at restaurants only doing between 8 and 10% of the original turnover at 100% of the operational costs. Given the dire state of the restaurant industry, it is clear that we stand very little chance of ever returning to eating out as we did before the lockdown. Thousands of jobs have been lost, restauranteurs have been bankrupted, and the industry has been left high and dry financially, with no lifelines on offer. When the lockdown is finally lifted and we choose to celebrate, it is unlikely that we will be able to do so as we once did, by visiting our favorite restaurants as they will no longer exist. This podcast was produced by Catherine Rice for News24.